Welcome to the Reroll Gaming Podcast, where I, Tanner Prentice, guide five of my closest friends through an original adventure playing the tabletop role-playing game Pathfinder 2nd Edition. In the world of Rell, five strangers brought together a resistance under the shadow of the Blackreach Empire. Until everything changed. A villain and former lover named Hogoth fractured the planes of existence, ushering in an endless night and an era of undeath. All in the name of an undying dragon, Zarox. Now, the fate of Rel is left to these five adventurers. My name is Ayla, and I play Bo Cantrell, a fallen Asimar and cleric, with Cosmios, the god of fate, as my deity. Hi, my name is Zane, and I play Cinder Lafayette, the halfling investigator with a dicey past. My name is Octavia, and I play Starlet Moonbow of the Dragonfire Isles. Starlet, or Star, as she's better known by her companions, is on a mission to save her true love, Faya, from the Maiden of Spiders. Hi, my name is Latara, and I play Kiarin Nimone the Sadistic, the Dolel champion of Emin, who yearns for that redemption that is so far out of her reach. I'm Brendan, and I play Groth, the half-giant magus who may have fallen in love with the wrong man worshipped the wrong god, and then accidentally brought the two together. These five heroes are the last best hope to save Rel, but can they overcome this darkness that spreads under the shattered sky? Find out now on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. So... I want to hear how everybody's holiday went, but I don't want to spend too much time on it. So on three, we're all going to describe how our holiday went at the same time over the top of each other. Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, two, three. That was pretty nice. Family. Family. So, um, yeah, I went um, over to my yeah, sister and my uh, uh Our dogs that it? got some gifts. <laughs> I thought you wanted like <laughs> a nice short side. version. No, the long version, just over the top. Okay, ready? Yeah, one we're going to make time. Tanner um, cut each one out and put them in yeah, the yeah, middle spot. Separate. Okay, ready? On three. One, two, three, go. So, we're going to do that. We're going <laughs> Boy, that's going to be enjoyable for an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this on your way to work, wait, turn fuck your headphones up. down. <laughs> turn your car volume up to max. Yeah, turn your car around and go home. <laughs> Don't there go is to somebody work. in traffic staring at you like a crazy person right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a conference call. <laughs> Did everybody have a good holiday? Yeah. I don't need to know about it. I, don't I already to told you. It. Yeah, why do you listen? Holiday. I was busy. <laughs> I worked on Christmas Eve, and then I had three days off. That's nice. And that was it. Kind of. Yeah. I didn't yeah. sleep on Christmas Eve, so. And then I flew. Too excited for Santa. <laughs> Did everybody just see what's our miss her mouth? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I totally just thought if I stopped that no one would notice, but you all saw it. <laughs> You were mid-talking, and just, and you you went. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, good good holiday then. Oh, Still recovering funny. clearly. Half of us spent it together, so 
Yeah. <laughs> well, the holidays have come and gone, and Groth's still dead. Oh my god, that's yes. so cute. Christmas wish. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. So, Thanks for goodbye. listening. We've had like three weeks to process it. Just get over it. Move on. Move on. I did because I thought I he didn't was going to be alive again. I just blacked it out and didn't think about it. So thanks yeah, for processing. reopening that wound. Uh, yeah, denial got me through the holidays. <laughs> I dyed my hair pink and got like several piercings. So and I think I, that was then I after he died. Yeah, <laughs> that's our processing. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the middle of this wintry weather, even though climate change has made it like 60 degrees outside. <laughs> In the crab knocks or in real in life? real life, unfortunately. Yeah. But in the Dude, crab I heard, knocks, huh? I I was actually yeah I heard frogs this morning and I was like it is December what 29th now thirtieth thirtieth it's fifty seven in Texas right now there's a bunch of frogs outside it was warmer in Washington than it was yesterday than it was in Texas then because it was like mm -hmm. sixty in Seattle yeah which is yeah, it was a cold day yesterday. not good I think anyway uh, moving on it is. <laughs> Where global also, the warming Gulf stream is not stopping. Ravage. Uh, look that shit up. It's going to be important in a few years. The Gulf What's Stream stopping. stopping. Oh, yeah. No, we talked about this yeah, before, we too. Yeah, we, and we I have, didn't know what you're talking about. And then uh, I felt dumb. Yeah. We got Gulf Stream stopping crab genocides. It's horrible. Global this is, is that on holding. streaming on like. No, fuck. I already made that joke last time, too, I think. There's <laughs> <laughs> all the times a flat circle. <laughs> And so is my so is my uh, brain. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Last time we left off, we were in the Kravnok Mountains, in the dreadful Fort Grave Rot. Groth unfortunately has been killed the rest of you are reconciling with this loss and deciding what to do next you are out of this abandoned hut inside is roughly three dozen prisoners shivering and cold you four plus uh shack are the only hopes that these prisoners have of getting out of here whether they know it or not the night is approaching it is getting well somewhat darker and cold in the morning runehawks the white dragon will be summoned what are you guys doing um, yeah, I think just kind of like the night's getting a little bit more blustery and uh, Cinder and Edwin are coming back from scoping out the northern perimeter. And uh, yeah, she says to the rest of you guys. <sighs> okay, look. The defenses along the northern perimeter, they're pretty scant at the moment. If we leave soon, we might be able to exploit a gap in the defenses. Right now, there's only two sentries that I can tell posted at that gate. But we might not have this window for long. So you came back to where we were? Yeah. <clears throat> and I did 
read or I, uh, I I listened to the last bit of the episode right before this, and it was that that is accurate. You guys be ready to go. I am going to go see what distraction I can cause and warn Frostknuckle. Be ready. You sure you can handle that by yourself? I'll make it work. She gives you a stout nod, trusting in your abilities. All right. Sorry, really? Does does Cinder have a beard? <laughs> Negative. She's also a halfling. She's not a dwarf. Oh, okay. <laughs> does she have a beard anyway? <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. It's interesting that you just now noticed that. <laughs> Kiaren, you quickly hustle your way to Frostknuckle's tent, wave the guards aside, and make your way in. You see this orc gripping two axes balancing them practicing doing some yoga stretches <laughs> downward dog <laughs> stop burping into the fucking microphone no, dude. I have to edit all that out <laughs> I'm helping you it's no, like timestamp mark it's like keeping <laughs> timestamp yeah. of you burping okay now I'm yeah. cough <laughs> It's a gastronomic Let me go get something stamp. crunchy really quick. <laughs> We're turning this to an ASMR Pathfinder post. Or po- pod, post? <laughs> post? Pod post. Let me get some chips. Man, we are firing on all cylinders. Just really going. I did tell you guys I literally just crawled out from underneath my uh, heated blanket when you called me to <laughs> play some nerd fucking dumbass games with you. <laughs> Damn. Still. Yeah. All right, Kieran. Describe to me what you are doing. Uh, Kiaren will enter, assuming she's allowed to, and uh, glance at Frostknuckle and be like, I've yet to have the pleasure to talk to you, but from what I've heard from my friends, you are trying to do good by your people, and you've done good by us. So we are trying to do our best to be upfront with you. We have taken out, as you know, the ghosts at the prison that you have. And we have now also taken out the tannery. But we have lost, lost greatly. And we can't keep fighting tonight. You don't have any more time. Yes, we know. Which is why we will not be fighting the priestess. You can take that how you will. I see strength here. I see people that will follow strength. I say you should go for her with what little time you have. Or get out. Give me a diplomacy check. You don't know what you're asking of me. This. The alchemist being killed. 
The prisoner is getting loose. You signed our death wish, our death warrant. But maybe you're right. If I'm gonna go out, maybe I do so in a show of strength. And he eyes his axes and his wolves just give this low growl as one of them speaks. Do you speak Yotan? I do not. Okay. You don't understand what this wolf says as it just spits out this foreign language. But Frost Knuckle replies in common. Fine. I'll do it without you. What uh, do your friends say? They won't follow me to their own deaths. Do they have a better plan? No. They'll return to the mountain. The wolves might follow you. They aren't happy. You could help them. Perhaps. And he looks at, at his winter wolves and says, Maybe we can. I would not blame you if you choose to live. But our death warrants are all signed if we do not find a way to fight this evil, whether it be now or in the future. This is going to get a whole lot worse. Next time you return to Gravelot, it will not be the same. I do hope we could still count you as an ally in the future. We'll see if either one of us sees the dawn, or whatever the hell the dawn is now. I see a honor in you. Something worth redeeming. I wish you luck. You mistake my honor for spite. Best of luck, warrior. She'll nod and depart. And as you leave, you just hear like, Fuck! It has not been long, Kiara, and you return to your group. Tell me, what is the plan here? I have spoken to Frostknuckle. He knows our plan. He has a choice to make. Either way, we can try to sneak out now, but I'm sure he will be creating a distraction whichever he chooses whether it be on purpose or not. If need be, too, we might be able to handle two sentries on our own if we need to leave quickly. Shall we try now or wait? I say we wait, just for a little I 
I know you want to save everyone, and I have told you that I think it's best we leave, but... If we have enough time, I would like to take one more shot at getting the wolves to fight for their own. Assuming you told us everything you talked to. What's his face about? Uh, we could assume that, or I'll just say, um, if you think you can sneak in and take him out in his sleep, that might help them, but... I do hope Frostknuckle will take my advice of allying with him himself. I believe they would probably accept this, but they... They will not fight unless the Beastmaster is gone. Unless I can convince them they're strong enough to take him out themselves. But... Either way, this place is going to hell. We'll be quick. We'll keep our eyes on the direction of the wolves. All right. Tanner, how far of a, like, how many days travel is Bronze Hammer from here? Half a day. Okay. You're close. It'll be hard. Uh, As you turn to leave, though, I will grab your arm one more time and be like, and Star, if things start going to shit, promise me you'll get out. Promise me you won't take any risks. Star looks at you, maybe still a little teary-eyed. I promise. And she'll turn tail and head toward the wolf pen. Now, are you approaching stealthily at all? Are you just walking like you belong? How how do you approach the wolf pens? Uh, I think... Star wants to... She's going to walk like she belongs, I think. Okay. Heading towards these wolf pins, you get right outside of this... dilapidated stable. And give me a perception check. Uh, 20. Unnatural. You don't hear anything. It's almost eerily silence. But you do see that little wolf runt sitting in the snow watching you from the side of the pens. Star, I think, will kind of just look both ways, check her surroundings a bit, and then head over towards the wolf runt. It seems... Give me an animal handling check, actually. Animal handling? Animal <laughs> dandling. Handle <laughs> some animals. Dandle the bandles. <laughs> I'm not going to dandle no animals. Uh, she is using the ring of beast friendship. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Animal handling. Let's see. I don't think i have that uh sorry a nature check i think i'm thinking nature of... okay yeah the, the one that shall other, not be spoken the other one roll 20 um the ring doesn't give me any kind of boost to this does it no unfortunately not all right 13 with the 13 
Yeah, uh, you don't really ascertain anything from it, but you walk up to the wolf, and he says, Thank you. For what, my friend? You, you did it. The Peacemaster is being eaten right now. And as you peer over into the stables, you see a white wolf, one of the Frost Knuckles wolves, look back at you with blood-soaked fur as it is feasting on the corpse of this orc. And you get the sense Frost Knuckles moving now and moving fast. Star will lock eyes again with this wolf and give a wicked smile at it. Don't hold back. Be strong, my friend. You will make it out of this. I hope to see you again someday. And your and only I... response is a low. <laughs> and she's gonna book it. Well, <laughs> fast walk back to her friends. Okay. One of those walks with the big arm swings. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> I didn't take anything on my way out yeah, of the store. You got your you got your clipboard out and like your hard hat on or whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, checks out. <laughs> I hate this time difference. Every time I see you guys drinking a beer, I'm like, God, I want a beer. <laughs> I started got some wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's true. laughs> I haven't. I still have coffee, so I'm like, was that water? I mean, it's still Saturday. Yeah, over straight there. vodka. It's true. <laughs> Tanner, I took a. Uh, I took a shot. Yeah, well, I guess Tanner and Ayla. I took a shot of that whiskey you guys got me, and mm -hmm. only after I would slammed a shot of it did I realize it was cask strength, and it was like 110 proof, <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got like a really random memory from the Kent house, or sorry, from the house we all used to live in. Um, in Kent, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, which road? No, okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, of like Ayla and I being like still sober enough to like converse with each other and everyone's like Woo, let's take another shot and this is probably a house party and we're like yeah and we like filled up little <laughs> shot glasses from the water like thing on the fridge or whatever we're like woo <laughs> classic just want to be included yeah. you know yeah, yeah it's mm -hmm. fun to be included but I didn't want to get any more drunk I was gonna I was on the verge of blacking out yeah no, that's 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 a very adult decision of you yeah. I commend you for that <laughs> thank you I've done that to other people and they're so fucked up they don't even notice that yeah. they just I oh, yeah. I've given Wes like water. so many shots of we water we did that to Latara at the New Year's <laughs> party oh yeah we did <laughs> not New Year's party whatever it was cause you wanted you took a shot and then you were like another and I was like no oh actually I, I do vaguely no. remember you refilling it with water you know, I was just like, yeah, okay. I, you, I think you into I think, my yeah, glass, I think, I think. Well, it's all right. If I remember right, because I, I was, yeah, I, I, I think you knew it was Yeah, water. I realized you were giving me water at the you time. Participating. I was just like, yeah. oh, great. You're like, okay. if you give me water, I probably need it. I drink it. That's smart. <laughs> okay. It's not okay. Star, you, <laughs> is that an NRA knife? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. So you're officially a Texan now. Yeah. I've had here. this since before I moved to Texas. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Christ. I don't know where also, I got it from. It's the National Rifle Association. They don't what business they have having knives. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a douchey. type of rifle. <laughs> it's a knifle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's the uh, end. Yeah, let's move on from that. We're shutting down. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs>
Star, you rejoin your companions. Uh, while Star was gone, Karen was like getting all the survivors ready to move. Okay. Are you guys what? ready to move? Start now. Well, your Star will kind of come back okay. here, and she'll like just to this to the group of us um so that way we don't excite any of the people that we have with us right right now um she'll say things are moving fast um i got to the pen and frost knuckles wolves were already ta- they've already taken down the beastmaster the time to go is now okay so, this is going to operate like some sort of chase sequence like we did with the Rummer Haas, um, the big millipede ice thing. So, what I'm, how this is going to play out, just because we haven't done a lot of these, but I'm really excited for this, is I'm going to put forward the obstacle in front of you, um, and then I'm going to ask you a question. How do you deal with this? In what way? And you will come up with a a skill to use or a spell or ability or something like that. And depending on how creative it is versus how much of a stretch I think it might be, your DCs will vary. Um, And then every success sort of adds to your total of uh, successes and every failure kind of takes away from that. So, and again, to reiterate, because I think we kind of struggled with this last time too, like, this is, I mean, I guess we don't have a map to work with now, so it's going to be different, but this is much more like theater than mine, not like distance yes. of like 10 and 20 feet of how far we're moving, right? Yes, and it's going okay. to become much more of an abstract of time as well. We're not moving in rounds. It's not a matter of seconds. It's going to be a matter of minutes, maybe even hours at points. Yeah, cool. You guys ready? Karen, I'll clap Shaq on the arm at the elbow. Be like, you ready, bud? Shaq always ready. Cracks his knuckles. Cracks open another beer. <laughs> Cracks open a natty ice. Oh, God. <laughs> a hurricane. We're not losing any more tonight. Sure. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that look. Uh, Moving 36 emaciated, non-clothed prisoners through the mountains. We'll be fine. <laughs> we got this. Good luck. You got thirty six to the... lose. You can. <laughs> there's some. There's some wiggle room. You're scared wiggle. of a little ice. Grow uh, up. Kieran's gonna. I think you guys should be scared. I know the exact number of survivors. Kieran's gonna make sure that each of the survivors has a partner that will keep an eye on them. Well, like a three legged race. Before like we get fart, into that, because that kind of fits in. The cold of the Kravnoks stand before you. Bronze hammer is your goal. Safety for yourselves and these people and Edwin. But a lot stands in your way. The group you're with shivers in the cold and anticipation. You are on the precipice of this daring rescue and you can feel the tension throughout these prisoners. Uncertainty is like a disease, one that can easily spread amongst such desperate people. How do each of you prepare these prisoners for this journey? And Brendan, to include you in this, uh, go ahead and you're going to act on behalf of Shaq. 
Um, I think Star will start first with everyone. Um, she'll kind of, uh, like, clear her throat so everyone looks at her. <clears throat> I know all of you have been through very much, and it seems impossible to get through it. Stick with us, stick together, and we might just fucking survive this. We just need to make it to Brunsholt. There we will find refuge, clothes, warm places to stay. I hope, anyway. I believe in you, and I need you to believe in us. What skill? Now everybody would... back in the shack! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not, we're not doing that? Oh. Everybody get ready to move! <laughs> Star, what skill would you like to use? Um, man, <laughs> I think if you're okay with it, um, and if not, I've got a backup. Okay. I think I'm gonna do deception if that's cool, uh, because <laughs> Star does not really believe in these people that much. She I does. I believe that. Okay. But like, she's trying to just keep the morale at this point. <laughs> so. Okay. I mean, there's no I'll, like persuade. Yeah, I'll accept that. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like it does come either down to diplomacy or deception, right? I'll accept yeah. that. Go ahead and give me a deception. All right. I know you just gave us these um i'm going to use one <laughs> um let's see what a reroll yep <laughs> i mean you need a so later remember this crit moment. failed and they're gonna be like ah kill her <laughs> She's i got one us. higher than i did last time so 19 nice. for you i god damn it okay who's okay. next too cold Uh, I think that Shaq will be toward the front. <laughs> it's kind of on obstacle clearage duty. Okay. Okay. What would you like to use for that? Sort of athletics, I imagine? Something like that? I assume. I don't know his stats, but I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. Here, not, I'm not imagining he's going to acrobatics himself into a, a better... <laughs> We're not out of the camp yet, right? You are not... You are just preparing the prisoners at this point. Okay. Because I think, uh, I think, um, Cinder will want to talk to Shaq and like kind of gesture over towards that gate and be like, Shaq, do you think, do you think you could break that open? Oh, if they don't, if they don't open it, Shaq go through it. Roth? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Wait, everybody put this mask on real quick. It's gonna... It'll only hurt for a minute. <laughs> Shaq, always ready. What the hell do you sound yeah, like? That, that was it. That was it. Okay. If they won't open it, <laughs> Shaq, go through it. There you go. There <laughs> it is. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so uh, I think she just wants to get Shaq all all, all jazzed all up hand. about kicking down this door. Okay. Yeah, he's just like singularly gate. staring at that gate. Just like. <laughs> so yeah, Shaq, so. tell me what skill you would like to use, and Cinder, tell me what skill you are using here. I mean, how do you jazz somebody up? Was that just diplomacy? <laughs> I mean, diplomacy could work. To be diplomacy a to be performance Shaq's cheerleader. Performance could work. Sha Shaq's definitely going to use uh, deception. 
Gosh. Shaq's gonna use his crafting abilities. <laughs> <laughs> like dismantle the gate instead. Right. Oh, he didn't tell you he's a master engineer. He has a he has a uh, PhD. Right, <laughs> that didn't I, work. <laughs> I, I really like the idea of a deceptive cheerleader. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, that is really You're cool. doing you got this. great. He doesn't got this. <laughs> Go team! I don't actually believe in you. <laughs> All right, Shaq, what'd you get? Sorry, wait. Uh, how am I rolling this? Uh, athletics. I put Sh- uh, Shaq's character or uh, uh, stat block in the general chat. Oh, might be, might be. You're good. Let's see. Let's I'd get like a little flavor you. here, too. Yeah. Well, I'd the, like to request uh, you throw a little Ray Romano in that voice, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 32 for Shaq. Jesus nice. Christ. Oh, mine. Maybe roll I broke, broke this encounter by giving you Shaq, but that's fine. I feel like, well, I feel like this is specifically where Shaq's usefulness starts and ends. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Cinder, what did you get? What do you want me to do? Uh, his usefulness uh, starts and ends with his friendship. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, diplomacy works. Okay. Not very diplomatic. It's a flaccid 20. Okay. All right, Bo and Kiaren, you are left. What is your plans to help prepare these desperate people? I think that Bo is, like, checking out any existing injuries and just kind of bolstering them to be, okay. like, healthy and, like, you know. Well, put sort of a medicine question. check. Yeah. Does Bo have any, like, magic that generates, like, heat or warmth? Uh, Bart. Right. That's <laughs> not heat or warmth. <laughs> you don't know. Just got a, a far redirector. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I know. I have chill no. touch. Does that work for you? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Hero, get used to the cold ahead. Yeah. All right. About, give me a medicine. Pre-game. I was gonna say, how about impending doom? That'll really heat you up. <laughs> um, this is how you're gonna die if you don't get your shit together. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> just, just curse them to die by fire. Be like, there. That yeah. that should like, get you warm yeah. eventually. Somehow. <laughs> Suddenly it's cold doesn't seem so bad, does it? <laughs> Give me a medicine check, Bill. Mm-hmm. 29. Okay. Kiaren, what about you? Um, Kiaren is... Doing what she, I was saying about like going around and making sure everyone has like someone to watch them in case, because like she doesn't want anyone falling behind and not being noticed if we do have to go into Buddy a dash. Um, so okay. letting them know, like, hey, this is your person, keep an eye on them. If one of you falls, call out. Um, but while she's doing that, she is trying to maybe just look for things on the people that might be something that might bolster their courage like whether it be like a religious piece or maybe like a child that's with them or something and like just trying to bolster their resolve and courage in the moment okay what skill are you trying to use here i would think either religion or perception i would say religion i think is the better fit for what you're trying to do 27 Okay. Now, the first leg of your journey. The space around the abandoned farmhouse 
is that's used as this makeshift prison is a clear field that is somewhat obscured by snowfall, silently blanketing the fort. But despite this cover, it will be difficult to escort this many people quietly and without being seen. How do you get these people towards the gate? Mm. <clears throat> um, I think <clears throat> Star I think acting, will... Oh, you go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the sentiment of acting like you belong still probably applies here, so I would think Cinder's idea would be to have all the prisoners sort of in, like, single file looking like they're being moved somewhere by Shaq. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Shaq would by just us be... To guarding them. Right, uh, well, I was thinking, like, Shaq and, like, all of us maybe in a... Or everyone that makes sense anyway, in a circle around the the group, just kind of yeah. escorting them. Okay. Uh, yeah, so and Shaq like... will just be, like, determinedly heading toward this gate, just like... <laughs> You can tell by the look on his face that when he gets to that gate, it's opening, either horizontally or vertically. <laughs> okay. I think, too, maybe even, like, if it's appropriate, Cinder will be, like, kind of yelling out, just like, Stay in line! You fall behind, you die! Shit like that. Okay. So it sounds like Star and Cinder, you're thinking deception. Uh, yeah. Shaq, just trying to double down on that athletics. Thinking, Okay. Um, yeah, Kiara sorry, and Bo, I was nodding my head. Yes. You're good. <laughs> Kiara and Bo, what, uh, what are you thinking? I mean, Bo will, I guess, try to look as confident as possible in this movement and well, make it... Well being drained for. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that Kiaran will, if anyone looks like they're approaching, try to just kind of give them, like, an intimidating glare and, like, make them... Okay a little more scared to confront the situation. Okay. Um, so it sounds like, Bo, you're doing an, a deception as well, and you are doing intimidation. Mm-hmm. Kiara? Yep. Okay, everybody give me a roll. You fucking Natural cunt. 20 there, Tannerino. <clears throat> Excellent. Rolling pretty good tonight so far. I have a question about the gate, too, specifically. 30. Get around to that. 30. Great. I got 32. These are high rolls, by the way, Tanner. Shaq's not, like, plus 20 or anything. No, no, it's cool. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, Star? 18. 18. Okay. Bo? 17. You guys continue moving on, marching in order, barking orders, looking intimidating, powering through. Any orcs that pass and do give you a glance, take a wide berth. The gatehouse guards the northern exit, a reinforced wall standing vigilant between the fort and the old king's road that leads to Bronzehammer. The gate is secure and sealed, and two orcs pace back and forth, clearly bored, unaware of the force that's approaching them. How do you get past this gate? Can I do something with that nat 20 I got on deception? Sure. Um, I guess as we're, yeah, as we're approaching, I guess, yeah, as we're approaching this gate, how do these sentries like respond to our presence? Well, here, actually, before I 
agree to give you anything for that nat 20. It counts as two successes for the accumulation of of successes and failures in this. So okay, as gotcha. much as it's not going to get you immediately past this um, that's, uh, obstacle, Yeah, that's not what I was, yeah. It gives you something else. But yeah, uh, sorry, what was your question? Uh, just how, how do the sentries sort of respond, like, when we approach with this group of prisoners? I think as you're approaching, they're mostly confused at this point. Um, but you're sort of in control of the situation. How do you want to take it? Um, yeah, I think Cinder will just confidently approach and uh, look up at them to say, What are you bloody idiots still doing here? Haven't you heard? The alchemist has been slain. Okay. Frost no go fight me lady over in the big house. <laughs> um, well and Star will pipe up as well. We're on strict orders to take these prisoners outside the gates. You best go find Frost Knuckle. Okay. Bo, Kiaran, what are you doing to assist this? Do we see runes on these uh, guards? Like, can we ascertain if we think they would be for or against Frost Knuckle? I will... Why don't you give me a perception? And that'll be your role here. And what are you thinking, Bo? Um, I don't know. Maybe like keeping, just keeping momentum. Okay, Helping keeping keep... momentum. Yeah. Okay, what skill do you think you are going to use for that? Um, uh, hmm. survival? I don't know. I would say survival works. Okay. Okay. So everybody give me your rolls. We will start with you, Kiaran, since you have a open-ended question. 21. 21. Okay. That is a success, and you feel confident. Uh, you don't believe these are Frost Knuckles uh, soldiers, but they do not wear a brand, so these are likely very low status guards. I'd like to point out that he probably knows this, but we, uh, I can't remember Zane's character. What's your Cinder. Cinder and Star have kept it pretty vague. Like, there is a fight happening. Right. You best go find Frost Knuckle. Whether you are for him or against him, that's up to you. Like, you know, we are on strict orders from who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Kieran was just kind of thinking, like, if it looked like they would hinder Frost Knuckle, she might try to do something to keep gotcha. him from going. I would say with your perception and that being a success, you get the sense that Frost Knuckle will easily be able to get past it. Okay. Star, what'd you get? Fucking bitch. Uh, 22. Okay. Cinder? 24. Okay. Deception. Uh, 18. Shaq? Oh. Bo, you got 18? Yeah. Okay, Shaq? I was going to say, Shaq doesn't have any skills related to negotiating, uh, so I was just going to roll another athletics and just Squaring continue slow, this gate. Just slowly <laughs> trudging <laughs> toward the gate, like a countdown, like this better open in the next few seconds. Okay. Do you have intimidation as a skill? I do. I didn't say anything intimidating, though. Just, just like, your presence. was fighting somebody over there. I'm going to give you intimidation because I think it is physical intimidation. 
Yeah, okay. that's always where I feel like the intimidation oh, that's fair. thing falls Like you're apart. scaring them into opening it. Yeah. yeah. I'm intimidating yeah. the gate itself. Uh, it's only a 16. <laughs> mean glare. Not 16? Okay. Yeah. Look. And in this confusion, and all of your combined efforts, these two watchers on the gate look at each other. And one of them barks at the other. We'll do what she says. Open the gate. And as they begin to open it, it is opening ever so slightly as Shaq just comes up and pushes, <laughs> maybe even taking one of these orcs off their feet as they're working this winch. And the gate is open. And now I'm going to reveal a little bit behind the curtain. This chase could have gone one of two ways. But you are standing outside of Grave Rot as the gate is open and the mountain is ahead of you. You're able to pass out of this horrible fort seemingly unnoticed. I think uh, Cinder is kind of like trying to keep spirits up with the prisoners. It's like, okay, hard part's over. Now we just need to get out of here. How to start the terrible part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe deception again. How to start Star the freezing kinda... in their nightgowns part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, Star will kind of toss over her shoulders. Remember, keep up and don't try not to leave anyone behind. Because if you get left or if you stop too far or something, we can't, we can't afford to stop. We have to keep going. Stay with the group. Some time passes as you guys are exiting the secure canyon where Grave Rot lies, smushed between two cliff sides. The wind begins to cut sharply. These prisoners are noticeably exposed, and their sack clothing provides little to no protection from these elements. What do you do to help these prisoners? You try to facilitate some torches or something. Okay. Or just something to keep us warm. Or them warm. Give... Okay, a uh, survival check, I think, sounds good. Okay. How far away until we get to Bronze Hammer? few Half hours. Day hours? Hours. Yeah. So it's probably better to a, push A solid on amount of time. Than, yeah. Yeah. Probably there, like, late at night. Well, and you also, just to reinforce this as well, you don't know when this absence is going to be noticed. You got out of the camp okay? And in fact, as the grave rot shrinks in the distance, you hear the faint howling of dozens of wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we should get Star that uh, Delta Green track going. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's like a million wolves in the, in the music track. In the woods. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Star funny. will kind of say to the group, it sounds like at least part of this was a success. I hope they make it out. I think Cinder's taking up the rear now, trying to make sure we're not being followed or anything. Okay. Uh, um, are we, we're walking in the snow. Like, is that... Is there means to cover tracks or anything like that? I mean, there's a lot of us, so I don't imagine. That could be a survival check for sure. I don't know if there's... Now, real quick, sorry, uh, real quick, one thing I do want to talk about. um, I should have talked about this up front, but we are going to slowly adapt to the Pathfinder remaster rules uh, so we can get away from the OGL and all that drama that went on with Wizards of the Coast last year. Um, What are you talking about? I don't know. 
I haven't heard about this. <laughs> but one thing uh, upon reading the remaster, I kind of want to reinforce more, is this is an element we do in Delta Green a lot, and I just love it so much. If you are trying to do something with a skill, say survival, um, let me know your degree of proficiency, whether you are trained, a master, or legendary, because I think at a certain point, if you are, you know, a master at stealthing, I might allow you to sneak in somewhere without a roll. So just yeah, to keep least, that in mind going forward. At least how I always like the to approach it is like you like you roll, you still roll it, but like you're already going to get something. But if you do really well in the roll, you might get like a little bit more. Yeah. I always thought that was like super a super cool way to handle because like you were saying after you're, you know, like if you're a master in something, it's not like, oh, I'm trying to make a fire, but I can't even though you're a master in survival like that doesn't really make any sense. I agree. Well, um, I mean, so Bo, you were just saying from watching shows like Naked and Afraid, making a fire is very difficult if you don't have the right supplies. That probably wasn't. <laughs> I don't the think they're example. masters of survival. <laughs> okay, there was there was one person on there. There was a girl. So fuck you, men with penises <laughs> exactly who think that you're smarter. <laughs> yeah, that I would say was a master of survival. Always had a plan to make a fire. Always had a plan to get shelter up. Always had a plan to get food. Knew where to look. Knew how the fuck to get water carried the men in both of the fucking like challenges that she was in one of which was like a season challenge it was a big one i didn't and, realize you were uh, so into the show we watched I'm a not, lot of i just it. there were a lot of fucking idiots and so the one person that wasn't one stood out i've only seen the first really couple of yeah, like repeat contestant and stuff yeah but brennan Seasons brennan i have no yeah. survival experience but i do have a penis so i feel like i do better yeah, I know. Also, was she know, was she naked the whole time too during the show? <laughs> she was pretty afraid. No, actually, uh, nice. she she put clothes on during one of the things because like, dude was super fucking creepy. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, that's weird. I've only seen a it couple was just of off seasons. camera, and then all of a sudden, like, it cuts shots, and then all of a sudden, she's got clothes on. And she's still naked, but she's <laughs> now it's just clothes. afraid. Like, now, now they do have cold. ratings of how good they are at survival, and some of them are pretty high ratings and have a hard time with fire. Okay, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> All right. All right. They lied on their resume. Uh, anyways. So, what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> if feasible, Kiaren is going to keep an eye out for like things she might be able to use to like craft like something for them to walk on. Like a bark that she could strip and like create like get their cold their bare feet up off the ground. Yeah, okay. Snow sandals. Um, yeah. And also uh, mention as an open loincloth. That's a kind of a passive offering of warmth. And just maybe also <laughs> got a lot of room under there. Your body is made of ice. Oh. <laughs> it's like an igloo. She's like, oh, so there it's is so some fucking hot. <laughs> She's also gonna walk up next to the dwarf. Oh, I forget what his name is. Edwin. Edwin. Edwin Ironhands. Edwin. Lieutenant Ironhands. Uh, I believe uh, your Brunhilde could be somewhere nearby. Do you have a call? Yes. Brunhilde. I, I almost forgot. And he puts his... <laughs> he puts his finger and thumb together. He pinches together. his nutsack. <laughs> pinches <No>. his nutsack. <laughs> and goes... <laughs> <laughs> that's a really high pitch. Peter was doing a pinching motion with his hand. That's, that's why. That's why. I feel like it would be great if you you put your fingers up to your mouth to whistle, and instead it goes caca. <laughs> <laughs> but with a Ray Romano voice. Caca. <laughs> I can't. That wasn't Ray Romano. And after a moment, out of this 
gentle snowfall that seems to be lightening up, perhaps a good omen, comes galloping Brunhilda. And Edwin turns to you, Kiaran, and says, Wait, something's not right. And why don't you give me a perception real quick? Uh, I was just confused, because I thought my perception was lower, but I guess it's not. Okay. <coughs> Uh, 19, though. Didn't roll it right. With my expert perception. Okay, expert perception, I will give you <laughs> that you can tell something is being drugged behind Brunhilda. Through the snow, it looks like a body. Oh, shit. Hmm. Kiaren's gonna run up. First thought, thinking maybe it's Flint. You run up with Edwin close on your heels. He's a Brunilda. He has his weapons drawn. Do you have your weapon drawn? Uh, yeah, she'd probably draw out her greatsword to cut free the body so it's not being dragged. And, Bo, I haven't forgot about your survival check, but just in this small breakdown of this moment, what are you all doing? I assume you say something, Kiara? Yeah, I'll probably yell out, uh, something like, Flint! Yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's me, our old pal Flint. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure would get their attention. You all rushing towards this? In fact, Cinder, that must be interesting to hear. Maybe. You guys don't know. So, who's doing Star, what? Star, Bo, are you guys <laughs> joining? Uh, yeah. Kind of like Shaq is running over like, I'll smash it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean, yes, Cinder is approaching. Okay. Bo's ready to administer aid if it seems like you know something that he should be doing, but okay. needs to figure out what the hell's going on first. Is there any like check for like um, oh, what is it called? Like a vibe check that I can do? <laughs> <laughs> like, can I read the, the room? Like, I mean, is that's perception. The right? outdoor. Room? You can roll a perception <laughs> to see if you pick up a little any more details. Okay. Sorry, the room's written in Yoden. Yeah, fucking apparently, Rusty. We'll see. <laughs> this is the best roll I've gotten all night. 29. This body being drugged behind is small. And alive. And it's going... You guys couldn't hear that, but it sounded like static from an old TV. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think Star is kind of hanging back, keeping an eye on the group, and she's like, tries to kind of not yell to her companion because she doesn't want to alert anything, but like loudly whisper almost. She's like, be careful. We don't know what that is. It's pretty windy and blustery yeah. out here, right? Yeah, I would assume it probably gets lost in that. Like, you would have to be trying to hear it to say it. Like, I'm not going to... I'm I mean, going to say that you guys are probably too focused on trying to save whatever's in front of you, but that's more of a flavor thing. Yeah, I think Kiaren probably started running towards it immediately, so... She's well, as long as this person's not, like, hostile, then Bo would want, you know, to help. Especially mm -hmm. being that it might, you know, even be a child. Can't even maybe tell yet, so... And Brunhilde <laughs> rushes forward to Edwin. And it's almost like Edwin doesn't even know or care about the 
body behind her. He grabs her around the neck, and it is actually this warm moment. That's horrible, Latara. She made an axe swinging motion. I was cutting the rope. Like she was going to kill Brunhilda. <laughs> oh, I, you said hold her around the neck. I'm thinking like choking. Like you're like, no, I'm like what, what did you do? How you do did that you, who did you kill? Garen's like, cutting free the thing being dragged. never drag. kill again. <laughs> <laughs> the last time it was too close. Too close. I mean, Brunhilde. to be fair, Brunhilda definitely has a body count, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But he embraces this, this creature and their bond is amazing it's almost as if they can communicate but dragging behind struggling little creature and Kiaran you cut the rope and Brennan why don't you explain to us what she sees (laughs) Uh, yeah there has been there has been a small white creature being drugged by this goat uh, with its both hands tied behind its back in an obvious loose slipknot that it would have to be in a really bad position when this goat takes off to get stuck in and it's being dragged flat on its ass it has been for I don't know who knows how long it stands up with an obviously sore ass turns around and you see that it's a kobold a little little draconic creature oh that's Uh, embarrassing and definitely not a child That's smaller than all of you, but not not super small. Uh, with pink eyes, obviously has some kind of albinism, but uh, also has this kind of mystical blue sheen to this albinism. So there's uh, there's like blue accents mm. on the ridges and stuff on the skin. Do they look carrying an axe that is way too big for its frame? And you're like, what the fuck is this thing doing with that axe? That's that's it's like twice my length. It's got an axe, kill it. Do they look injured? (laughs) Uh, No, more embarrassed. Stand up, turn around, look at all of you and say, well, that was shameful. I apologize. Put a a hand over its heart and and kneel. Say you uh, appear to be who I have been trying to find. May I ask where the giant is? And we'll pick this up next time on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. Very nice. I'll take a shack back. Can't have him back. No, He's already our friend. Back. No, make him role play talking to himself like you have to do. No, right. that's my gift to myself. You wait. You wait. There's a council meeting coming up. And those are my favorite because nine of my NPCs get to talk to each other. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zingaring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. 
New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.